We turn now to verses 11 to 14. We've spent three sessions on verse 10. I include it here because the sentence doesn't end at verse 10. That I may know him in the sense of tasting the power of his resurrection and in the sense of tasting the share of his sufferings and becoming like him in his death, if somehow I may attain the resurrection from the dead. So in this session, we're just going to focus on that right there. If somehow I may attain the resurrection of the dead. And this if right here somehow creates a big stumbling block for people because it looks as if Paul might consider himself hanging in the balance and really not certain whether he's going to be raised from the dead. So, Father, as we ponder this, guard us from any misunderstanding that would undermine our own assurance of salvation and guard us from any presumption that Paul seems to want to avoid here. So show us the the biblical way and by your Holy Spirit work it in us. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So let me suggest, and then I'll try to show you from some texts, that this if here does in fact mean um, it is possible I speaking for Paul here, or myself, I could miss the resurrection. In other words, perish, be lost, go to hell. It is possible. What do you mean it's possible? What would have to be true for that to happen? It's possible if... I, if I forsake faith in Jesus. If I just say, I'm done. I don't believe him anymore. I don't trust him. I'm leaving and I walk away. I never repent. I would not attain the resurrection. Or if I forsake holiness. If I were to say, I don't care anymore. I'm not going to try to obey Jesus. I'm not going to try to follow the scriptures. I'm not going to try to conform my life to Christ. I'm just going to do my own thing and Christ can just stuff it as far as I'm concerned. I'm done with trying to be holy. Then we would not attain the resurrection. So it is possible if those two things happen or either one of them happens that we would be lost. We would not be saved. Now, let me try to show you that truth, which I think is behind this, if somehow Paul knows these are true. This could happen to him, theoretically. So let's look at a few texts to show that. 1 Corinthians 9, 24. Do you not know that a race, that in a race, all the runners run, but only one receives the prize? So run that you may obtain it. That's what Paul's after. Every athlete exercises self-control in all things. They do it to receive a perishable crown, a wreath, but we an imperishable. That's eternal life. 
So I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control. Lest, after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified from this imperishable wreath, which is life eternal. So Paul talks as though this could really happen, and he's not going to let it happen. In fact, I think we should go back here and add this. But I do not intend to miss it, (laughs) namely the resurrection. So it is possible that I could miss it if I apostatized and left the faith, if I sold out to ungodliness and and debauched living and threw away all the scriptures and all the authority of scripture and lived like I felt like it from my gut and didn't subdue any of my evil impulses, but I do not intend to miss it. James 1.12, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, for when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life. Standing the test, being steadfast, we get the crown of life, which God's promised to those who love him. If we hate him, if we throw away the love for him, we don't get the crown of life. Revelation 2.10, do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison that you may be tested. And for 10 days, you will have tribulation. Be faithful, faithful unto death, and you will He will give you the crown of life. If you throw away the faith and say, no, I prefer life to Christ, then no crown of life. Matthew 10, 22, you will be hated by all for my name's sake, but the one who endures to the end will be saved. If you don't endure to the end, if you say, I'm done with this, I'm throwing away Jesus, I'm throwing away obedience, I'm off the road that leads to life, you won't get to the end of the road. Hebrews 3, 6, Christ is faithful over God's house as a son, and we are his house. We are his house. If indeed, if indeed, we hold fast our confidence and our boasting in our hope, holding fast is the evidence that we are his house. So there's that if that we saw back here in Philippians. If somehow I may attain the resurrection. Hebrews 3.14, for we have come to share in Christ if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. Perseverance is the sign that we have come. That's a crucial tense right there because it means that nobody loses salvation. If you think I'm saying we lose our salvation, you're totally misunderstanding. We don't lose our salvation. You can see that here. If we don't hold our original confidence firm to the end, we show that we have not come to share in Christ. We don't share in Christ and then lose our share in Christ. We never have come to share in Christ if we indeed hold our original, if we don't hold our confidence firm to the end. Here's 1 Corinthians 15. Now I would remind you, brothers, of the gospel I preached to you, which you received, in which you stand, by which you are saved, being saved, if, 
Here it is again, third time. If you hold fast the word I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. There's an empty, vain believing that we might think we have and think we're saved when we're not because we don't hold fast. Or Colossians 1. You who once were alienated and hostile in mind, doing evil deeds, he has now reconciled in his body of flesh by his death in order to present you holy and blameless and above reproach before him if, there it is again, fourth time, if indeed you continue in the faith. Perseverance is the sign that this is going to happen to us, the evidence that we're truly in Christ. One last text, Hebrews twelve fourteen. Strive for the peace. This word strive is pursue. Same word we're going to remember seeing back here. Not that I have already obtained this or am already perfect, but I pursue. That's the same word we have here. Pursue, pursue peace with everyone and pursue the holiness. Remember I said if we throw away faith or if we throw away holiness, we won't see the resurrection of, of Christ. Strive for holiness without which no one will see the Lord. So I come back here and say this if here is a real if, meaning that Paul wants the church there to know that he's not presumptuous. That's, we're going to look at verse 12 next time. Not that I have already obtained this. He, he wants them to realize he's not presuming upon having finished his course so that there's no more fighting, no more pursuing, no more running to do to finish this race. There is a run because if somehow he may attain the resurrection of the dead. Now, if that sounds to you like it undermines assurance, and you wonder, well, did Paul have any assurance? Could, could you look into Paul's eyes or could he look into your eyes and say, I know I'm going to be raised from the dead. E even though he says, if somehow I may attain the resurrection. And my answer is, he would say that. He would look you right in the eye and say, I know I am. How could he say that? And the answer is right here in verse 12. And we'll take it up next time.